today's show, we're talking to NFC West. We're headed to the West. We're talking to Super Bowl champion LA Rams. We're talking Trey Lance and the San Francisco 49ers. Kyler Murray, his four hours of independent study down in Arizona. And of course, we're talking what the hell's going on in Seattle. I got the duck with me. I got D-Bug with me. You know, it's a lot of slander, a lot of shit talking, a lot of fun, and some good analysis and some betting nuggets. So let's jump right into it. Join us as we preview the NFC West. As always, like, review, and subscribe. Let's get to it. Yo, oh. you, I, I'm picking up the TV already. <laughs> I'm picking up the TV already. I dropped my phone in the toilet. Oh, wow, it's so cold and it's under. <clears throat> Let me see. All right, that's much better. That's much better. All right, how we doing out there tonight? How we doing? I thought your ass was asleep. No, man. No, man. I, I'm still hearing the TV, but no, I'm not asleep. Got too many pot- crazy. Man, because I got good headphones. I have good headphones on. You, see, My audio is good now. Nigga, I ain't even got no headphones on. Why don't you have headphones on? Because for some reason, they won't let me use my headphones. So how are you doing this? Speakerphone. You actually don't sound too bad. For some reason, they keep me on my headphones every time I get on here. You got some bullshit headphones. That's all it is. <laughs> You're probably right. But I got them JBLs, man. <laughs> he got worse than the JBL system. Don't even recognize them shit. <laughs> you got bullshit, really. You got them CDLs, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, how y'all doing out there tonight? Right, chilling, chilling. I can't go to sleep, man. I got too many division previews to do because we have to re-record the NFC North uh, whenever we get a chance because the audio is terrible on now. So we got to re-record that one. I did the AFC South last night. Um, we got this one. So and then I'm working on the AFC East right now problem is people that are supposed to be doing their team representing them they keep capping out on me so tomorrow I'm probably just going to record the AFC East during the Hall of Fame game um, unless one of y'all want to come on and get on that I already got the notes written up one of you sound like you playing with a rapper I'm picking that up um, but yeah if one of y'all want to come on tomorrow help me knock out the AFC East I already got a Dolphins interview I'm supposed to do a Patriot interview tomorrow. Um, well, I was supposed to interview the Jags fan today, but he never hit me back. So um, <laughs> He didn't even want to talk about his franchise. I don't know why. Yeah, I wouldn't either. It wasn't even too, <laughs> it wasn't even too bad a slander. I talked pretty reasonable about the Jaguars. I, I felt I talked to him for – I talked about it for about a good 10 minutes. You know, hell, the Jaguars got – more time than pretty much almost any other team except the Titans because, as I stated in the podcast, I wasn't spending eight minutes talking about the Houston Texans. Once I got to the seven-minute mark, which really I only spent about five, that was that. That was it. I mean, what the fuck do you want from me? I cannot spend it more than that six to seven minutes talking about the Houston Texans. Who wants to do that? I'm not John McClain. I'm not their beat writer. I don't get paid for it, so nobody wants to talk about that awful team. Um, and that's that's kind of how we're gonna keep it about the Seahawks. Uh, we're talking to NFC West today. It's Duck Essex, of course, right at the wrong time. Uh, he'll probably join again. Um, but we're talking to NFC West today, division that the Super Bowl champion is coming out of. I mean, uh, coming from with the LA Rams winning the Super Bowl last year, uh, the 49ers under their new transition. You know, the 49ers in their new transition of a new quarterback. Uh, the Jimmy G era is dead. Uh, insert Trey Lance. And you got the Seahawks. Russell Wilson era is over. We thought the Pete Carroll era would be over right along with it. Um, but, of course, 
Pete Carroll, the old dinosaur, the Carroll Soros. He's still running around. Um, they they swear to make a few changes. Got a terrible roster. Going to be one of the bottom five teams in the league. You can go ahead and bet on that. And then um, Arizona. And everything that, that, that has happened this all season that has transpired for that team, um, you know, we'll talk about that. So I want to start with the Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams. And uh, when I look at the Rams and their roster, they really didn't add too much of note. Um, I have down here Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner. And Troy Hill. And, hey, I, every time you move, is picking it up. Uh, so, those are the guys they added. As far as what they lost, you lost Von Miller, of course. Uh, the one-year rental works out with having him. Um, going over to Buffalo now, trying to help them. Win the Super Bowl. You got Darius Williams. He's left. He's went on. He's down in Jacksonville. Bobby Trees, aka Robert Woods. He's in Tennessee now. Andrew Whitworth. He won the ring. He's finally laid down. He has a Hall of Fame career. Um, Johnny Hecker, the punter. He's moved on. Austin Corbett. He's in Carolina now. OBJ, of course, Torres knee up in the Super Bowl. We, we've yet to see what happens with him with his free agency. I imagine it'll heat up. A little bit more as injuries happen through training camp and he gets more healthy. Troy Reader, uh, linebacker, another guy that's moved on to the Chargers, and Sebastian Joseph Day also went with him to the Chargers, a good run stop in D lineman. So, of course, on offense, they bring back top seven Stafford, uh, Cam Akers. Who's the other running back back there with him? Um, it's Cam Akers and uh, Henderson. Yeah, Daryl Henderson. Um, receiving core. When you look at it, it's kind of top heavy with the Rams and their receivers. It's really Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson, and then a host of other people. Um, really, McVay's scheme is what they're hoping on because, as you've seen in the Super Bowl, I mean, I mean Van Jefferson can be a good third. Um, he might start the season on the physically unable perform list. But um, when Van Jefferson's asked to step into a bigger role, such as the Super Bowl, it's just not going to happen. Um, I've seen a lot of balls he just was not able to make plays on or catch up to. You still got uh, the little small guy they drafted, Tutu Atwell. I mean, it's really, really thin when you talk about the Rams, I mean, they've been able to stay generally healthy these last couple of years in the McVay era because if they suffer any injuries to any of these pass catches, the cover's pretty bare. Um, and that's pretty that's pretty much where I want to start and why I'm not so high on the Rams repeating their Super Bowl performance. Um, I do. I still think they can make a push for the playoffs. I still think they'll be a playoff team in the NFC because well, the NFC is kind of weak. But I definitely do not see the Rams going on a long playoff run this year just because of the Super Bowl hangover. And also, like I said, they were relatively healthy last year. And any injury to this receiving core would be devastating for one of the top guys. So that's where we're going to start. I'm going to pass it to one of y'all. Let you take over. Fuck the Rams. I figured that was coming. I didn't even see that. That was on the left field. I mean, when it's time for divisions, previews, it's never left field. I mean, I'm pretty much saving your division for last because I already have so many people in that division. And this, this is going to be like two hours of people just talking shit about the other team in the division. So that's why I mean, why not? Yeah, that's how I went last time. We was, we was, we was bashing each other. That's how I I mean, it, with the NFC South underrated rivalry, so, I mean, that, you can say fuck the Rams, but dude, they have to have your respect just based off what they did last year. They finally – hey, they finally beat the can't beat Shanahan allegations after the third try. It took three tries to do it, but they finally got Shanahan. They finally beat him in the game where it mattered. Um, so, fuck the Rams. D-Boy, what's your assessment of, of, of the Rams? 
I mean, I yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna go as far as to uh, say fuck the Rams, but why not? Like you, <laughs> like you said, um, the defense is gonna have a lot of questions. But I do like, you know, they got Rams in the, in the secondary, Donald on the line, Wagner in the middle. They got a step slower, Bobby Wagner in the middle, too. A step slower. You still, ain't going to get open on him. I was about to say still, though. I was running routes out there today. I can't get – I don't think he, I can get him up the seam. I don't think – I'm quite fast enough to separate up the seam, but – you know what I'm saying? I, I think I think a nice little double move. I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I think, I, think, I think a nice little double move, and I still won't be open. But it's going to look good, though. Right, the double move. I, I still ain't going to be open, but it's going to look good, though. Hey, 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 who throwing the pass? Let me know who throwing the ball. I mean, as long as it ain't Drew Locke, I feel like I got a good <laughs> chance of getting to it. <laughs> That's that's who it's gonna be because both of y'all practice squad, so that's who you work out with. Yeah, it's either gonna be Locke or uh Gino. It's gonna be one of them two. Nah, they don't let Gino throw Dion passes. The, the difference is Drew Locke is like out here like telling people he's a professional NFL quarterback. I'm just a recreational quarterback. So <laughs> it's it's terrible if if he can't go out there and complete some passes. It's okay if I can't. Or if I can't do anything out there because I'm not a professional, he is. At least he claimed he is. Might not yeah. be after. It might not be after this year. He might be playing it like the AFL. But um, but honestly, with the Rams, I mean, you can say this about all 32 teams, but they can't really have no injuries, man. They roster top heavy. Period. Yeah, when you look at the defense, it's the same way. Outside of uh, Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd on the D line, I mean, their strength is really the interior D line. Donald, Greg Games, Ashawn Robinson, because yeah. on the edge there is really it's really thin. It is really thin. It's Leonard Floyd and a bunch of guys you ain't never heard of. Um, they you won't be able to run the ball on them. Ernest Jones was a pretty good rookie linebacker last year. Think he's he real good. I like him. He can cover. He can play the run. You get him beside Bobby Wagner with this front four. They're going to stop the run really good. The question is, can they get to the pass rush outside of Donald? I mean, Donald. And I mean, that's pretty much all you need. You Leonard Florida probably get you eight to 12 sacks. Um, but you're putting a lot on the secondary if they're not able to get any pressure. Um, if they're able to just, you know, you ain't going to stop Donald. But if you can keep him – from wrecking the game when you're trying to take shots or passing down situations, then you might find yourself with a little success. Um, the secondary, they got some decent pieces in there. You know, you got you got Jalen Ramsey. He's going to do everything for you. You got Troy Hill back. <clears throat> you got um, you got the other corner. Um, dang, Darius Williams going. What's my guy's name, man? David Long. You got David Long. Um, Taylor Rapp back there in the secondary. What's my other guy? What's my other guy in the secondary uh, name? The he came he came from Ohio State last year and got hurt. I think a little bit in the year. He's the other safety. It's gonna be Taylor Rapp and him probably. Um, I'm having a hard time remembering my guy's name. Either anyways. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it in the notes. I don't know why I can't remember that's man's name right now, but in the, that, I mean that's pretty much it. When I look at the Rams, either Donald and Leonard Floyd gonna fuck the game up, or I mean, it's gonna take a hell of a scheme from defense coordinator Raheem Morris once again. Another good year from Raheem Morris, and he should be back in head coaching circles, right? I mean, he should. Should be. Should be. He should have already got him based off of how uh, he finished off with us when we fired Dan Quinn. He did. He well, did. Forgot, he did a pretty I good job. Was, I forgot he was y'all in him. Yeah, and then they went and hired Arthur, Arthur Smith. I thought they were going to get that shit to Raheem Morris. But whatever. Give it to the white man. 
Give yeah. it to the white man. It'd have been a perfect city for his black ass down there. <laughs> Chill out, man. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna go over the Rams schedule real quick, and then we can move on to another team. Of course, they open the season Thursday night with the Bills. Uh, I'm taking Ooh. the Bills. I'm taking the Bills in that game. That's just me. Um, then they play the Falcons. So if they lose game one, they'll be definitely back on track game two. Uh, at, at Cardinals, at 49ers. Uh, then they play the Cowboys, the Panthers, and then the 49ers again. So that's kind of interesting. They could decide that – well, it ain't going to decide division, but it could kind of I mean, give you could. an idea of, of playing the 49ers twice in f- four weeks. Um, Tampa Bay, hey, that, they go to Tampa that, Bay. Hey, that week, that week two game, what you want to put on it? Oh, you you want to put something on your team? What's up? Nah, I ain't say I was putting. I ain't say I was putting it on Atlanta. I say what you want to put on. Nah, I, I gotta have. Nah, it yeah, ready. okay. No, well, nah, never mind. Wait, continue. <laughs> <laughs> After the Forty ers they go to Tampa Bay. They play the Cardinals. They play the Saints. I mean, at the Saints, they're at Kansas City. They play Seattle. They play the Raiders, and they're at Green Bay. Denver at Chargers in Seattle to end it. I just look at that stretch of basically this stretch from week three to about week 11. You know, they play the Cardinals. They play the Niners. They play the Cowboys. Those are three tough games. Then you get the Panthers. Then you get the 49ers again. Then you go to Tampa. Then you get the Cardinals again, the Saints in Kansas City. That's going to that's, that, that's, that's be, be a hell of a stretch. A lot of division games and then a lot of the top teams in the um you got Tampa Bay who figures to be a top team in the NFC. So you know, the Rams gonna have to show that championship medal. Will they do it? I know a lot of people are saying, yeah, you know, this team still this, they're still that, but they better stay healthy because I'm telling you right now, injuries and in key positions, they just don't have the depth and they don't have the draft picks because less uh you know, less needs say fuck them picks. So that's the Rams. Lose, lose one wide receiver, it's over. <laughs> Just one of them. And I hope it's the white man. Oh, shit. I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> the next team we're going to talk about is... Well, hold on. What do you think they record going to be? I think they'll win 10 games. The over-under 10 and a half. I saw that shit earlier. I, think I, right. I got them over there. I mean, I'm only giving them. I think they got three wins in the division for sure. Hell, I say four. I'm really gonna say three because I think they split with the Cardinals at least. Well, I knew can't do. I think they sweep the Seattle. The question is, can they beat the 49ers again? That's really the question. We're going to be back on the ass. Don't worry about it. That's why I said he only got three wins in the division because it's like I mean, the, the schedule ain't easy. I mean, it's not easy at all. Hell no. I do see 10 wins in here. I think they beat the Falcons. I think they beat the Panthers. I think they beat the, I think they beat the Saints, but uh, I mean, the Saints defense is going to be tough. Man, that, that, those are the only ones I could say are like I can see for certain. The rest of them are kind of toss-ups. They really are. I mean, Green Bay. I mean, I can see them beating Green Bay. But, I mean, the Broncos could be a toss-up. The Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Raiders, the Cowboys. That's one of them games the Cowboys going to have them beaten and they shoot themselves in the foot. Oh, another thing is a note to the Rams, um, the offensive line. Uh, Andrew Whitworth leaving and Austin Corbett, those were both two starters. Uh, you're really hoping for Joseph Noteboom to play as well as he did last year, and he hasn't played that well any other season other than last year. I mean, he was good last year. David Ed- Edwards, Brian Allen, and Rob Havistein pretty much round out the rest of them. The only question is really right guard. Who's going to be starting there? It's probably going to be a young player. So, I mean, the Rams offensive line, it's already not, like, real big on power. You know, if you have a real good power rushers, that tend to give them trouble. Um, cause it's more of a finesse offensive line guys that can move. So we'll see, we'll monitor that and see what happens with that. The next team we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about the Arizona Cardinals next. Um, 
reason why I'm going to, because we're probably spend more time talking about the Cardinals, and then we'll talk to Seahawks next, and that'll be very brief. When I look at the Cardinals, you already know what I'm going to start. I don't trust this coaching staff outside of Vance Joseph. I think Cliff Kingsbury tends to start off real hot with all these new wrinkles and stuff, and then he tails off. And that's going to be even more difficult this year because they don't have Nuke Hopkins for the first six games. Uh, you know, suspensions for pets, so he won't be able to push off on defenders for oh, six weeks. Um, also, might have a possible Hollywood Brown suspension with him getting arrested today for criminal um, speeding. Speeding. So he's probably getting a game, or at least a game or something. Knowing Goodell. Uh, oh yeah. With 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 that, I mean, the short quarterback man. Let, let's let's talk about the mini man. Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the badass Tyler in the back in the back. You know, I don't even want to get into the four hour independent study, which is wild. Which is wild. <laughs> you have to tell your quarterback he needs to study more. I mean, but you're handing him two hundred something million dollars. If I have to, if I have to monitor how much you're studying, or if I have to question your work ethic as a quarterback, the leader of this team, the guy who's going to lead me to the wins, then I'll just, I mean, I'll take, I'll, I'll jump back in that water, man. I'll start back drafting quarterbacks, or I'll trade for Jimmy G. I'll do something. I'm not going to pay you $230 million to be out here during Call of Duty double XP weekend, not studying at all, then going out here and playing completely. Yeah, I, I heard that too. His, uh, his that he, he, he plays shitty after the new Call of Duty come out. <laughs> Listen, Call of Duty ain't even that good anymore for me to be out here losing sleep and, and definitely not missing time, study time when I'm trying to make a playoff push. You know what I'm saying? With this schedule this year, they really don't have the benefit of them not starting off real well in the first six games because the schedule just gets harder as the season goes by, in my opinion. Um, so it, it, it's it's not going to get easier. This team suffered a lot of key losses. Um, they don't have – to me, they don't have the head coach to overcome a lot of this. I'm just waiting for Cliff Kingsbury to – take his ass back to college. Uh, if I were you guys, you know, this is kind of a bet show, so let me give you some bet nuggets while I'm sitting my ass right here. Cliff Kingsbury, first coach to be fired. Go look for it. As long as it's not too juiced, I would put in a nice little ticket for that because I could totally see it with the way the schedule starts off. Um, when you look at who they lost, Chandler Jones, of course, um, Jordan Phillips on the defensive line, Jordan Hicks, meh, Christian Kirk, Overpaid and went to Jacksonville. Corey Peters and Chase Edmonds is now down in Miami. Um, so when you look at that, those are f- five guys I named that played a significant amount of snaps uh, on the defense or the offense. Um, you know, Chase Edmonds was the spell to James Conner, kind of did a lot of receiving out the backfield, was kind of the speed element. He's gone. Chandler Jones was the only edge rusher you had outside of Marcus Golden. He's gone. Jordan Phillips was a nice defensive presence in the inside, stopping the run. He's gone, and Jordan Hicks was just really filling Zabin Collins' spot because I guess they soured on him for a little bit. But, man, when I'm telling you, man, I'm going to name – I'm going to tell you who they added first, and then I'm going to name some people on this defense. I'm going to name the defense, the guys who will be playing significant snaps. And you tell me what the fuck Vance Joseph is supposed to do with this this, this group of people. They added Nick Vigil from the Vikings. They added Darrell Williams. Um, they added Ben Neiman, Hollywood Brown. Well, I'm not even calling him Hollywood Brown. That's motherfucking Marquise. That, that's Hunt. That's Huntersville Brown or some shit. <laughs> got the Asheville Brown. They yeah. are, uh, Asheville Brown. Spartanburg Brown. Yeah, Spartanburg <laughs> Brown. Lexington <laughs> County Brown. Got the you know? And they added Will Hernandez from the Giants. You can't have a name like Hollywood when you're out here dropping the ball, man. You really got to. He got to be like Pickens County Brown or some shit. Um, hey, but, man. Honestly. 
They defense is gonna be bad. And uh I don't like Kyler Murray body language when he be out there, man. It's a, to me, he's like a, I don't give a fuck. To Kyler Murray, I don't know him, but I just, just by his body language, it's like man, I don't give a fuck. I do I threw for two fifty and three yards. I mean two touchdowns, you know what I'm saying? I, I couldn't do shit else. I was getting sacked, you know. Yeah. I've heard yeah, he's a I did I did my job. They say, him, he's a they say he's a finger pointer too. I he I can tell. So I could totally see Kyler Murray being like, "Hey, I'm just saying I, I'm not the one who I'm not the one who called the play. I'm not the one who called the play, and the blitz was going to the left. I just went out there and did what you told me to do. And it's like, yeah, but Kyler, you threw it right to the blitz and defender. Well, you called the play, but I'm not out there." Con- like throwing the pass, Kyler, but you called the play. I can see him just do that. That's Kyler Murray right now. Hey, but I gotta give him that. Hey, man, the nigga got some. He got a highlight reel now. Hey, He'll listen, make a play. I vividly remember week one him clowning us. Him yeah, just make a clowning play. us. Um, his his he's electric on the move. He has a real uncanny ability to know when to slide and not take big hits. That's one thing I love about him. And he, the ball generates so much, like, so he's generates so much torque in that little body, man. He can throw yeah. that ball real far. I've seen, him, yeah, I've seen him throw some real good balls, man, down the field, crosses, stuff like that, down the middle of the field. He can also just demoralize you. Uh, but let, let's, uh, let's take a little slight break. Bring D boy back in because he see the lost connection, and we'll start over. We'll start back with this Cardinals talk. Welcome back after the quick little break. Back after the quick little break, we worked out the technical difficulties. We got Duck and D-Boy back on the line. So we'll uh, we'll continue our Cardinals discussion. Um, I wrote right here, defense will be bad. Literally in my notes because they were sixth in total DVOA. Um, last year, well, they were six in defensive DVOA. They were tenth in total DVOA, fifteenth on offense, twenty on special teams with the third strength of schedule. And as a reminder, guys, DVOA DVOA stands for defense adjusted value over average. Like I said in the last episode, it takes into a lot into account. It takes in the quality of opponents down the distance, the average of that play call. Um, the, how often it's been called in the game, the players is playing. It just, it's, it's so many different variables that go into DBOA. It's a really good metric I like to use. Football outsiders, shout out to them. So when I say the defense will be bad, it's not going to be sixth in DBOA no more. Uh, you're banking on J.J. Watt to turn back the clock. It's not happening. Um, Zach Allen. He going to be on that shit. Yeah, he going to be back on the roads if he turn back the clock. Rashard Lawrence. Uh, Leaky Fotu, Marcus Golden on the edge, Devin Kennard on the edge, Cameron Thompson. Majai Sanders is a rookie they drafted. Uh, they didn't have a first-round pick, so this was like a fourth or fifth-round pick. Dennis Gardick and some other guys. Isaiah Simmons and Xavier Collins uh, were going to be the linebackers, but from what I've been reading at training camp, uh, Isaiah Simmons has been mostly playing safety and in the nickel and star position. So... I'm not sure who's going to line up to Zayvon Collins, who wasn't really too great when he was out there. I think they're kind of misusing him. They're trying to make him a traditional off-ball linebacker when he should be doing a – I think they should be using him to do a little bit of everything. You know, I'm not saying he's Micah Parsons, but he should be rushing the passer like Micah Parsons and playing off-ball linebacker. Uh, And in the secondary, listen to the guys I'm going to name in the secondary. You tell me. If you're not itching, if these teams are not itching to throw the ball, Marco Wilson, Byron Murphy, Antonio Harrison, Josh Jackson, 
Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, and Deontay Thompson. The safety's good. Them corners is trash. Yeah. The safety's the, the safety's are the okay. The safeties are okay. They're, that's a pretty decent position. They go three safeties deep, but none of them are really great in coverage. They're all just well-rounded safeties. Nobody I named is a great cover guy. Not Byron Murphy, not Marco Wilson, not Antonio Harrison, not Josh Jackson. And that's where I think you run into the problem with this team. Because not only do I not think they won't generate a whole lot of pressure without blitzing, and if you have the blitz, that means you're leaving these corners one-on-one a lot. And, man, I'm telling you right now, I just do not think the secondary of Marco Wilson, Byron Murphy, and whoever else they put out there in the corner position is going to be able to produce at the level they need to get back to a top-six defense on DBOA. J.J. Watt going out 24 sacks. J.J. Watt. <laughs> if he do that, they, they need to drug test him every week. I mean, he can't stay he can't stay healthy. I'm telling you, he do, uh, he do that shit, and he, he on the same shit D-hop on. And if he do that shit, do you know how annoying those little fucking clips and videos are going to be of NFL? You already know. Him over there breathing out hard, being like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm just great. I just work hard. <laughs> like maybe I maybe I should eat four eggs instead of three in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Get a couple more sacks. It, like I said before, JJ Watt got a head like a fucking car battery. Fuck JJ Watt. Fucking Duracell battery head bastard. Um Trey McBride, they drafted him in the second round. Um tight end. Cameron Thomas, a defensive lineman, with Josh Sanders, like I said. Pass rusher from Cincinnati. He's kind of a skinny, long guy. He really need to add some weight to him. I remember seeing him at the combine. He ran like a four four, but that doesn't really matter if you know you can't translate into pass rush ability. Uh, another thing I wrote down was this offensive line isn't bad, but it's kind of older and it's not exactly good. Uh, DJ Humphreys, Justin Pugh, Josh Jones. Uh, Rodney Hudson, Will Hernandez, Kelvin Beach, whatever combination that it's going to be an average to above average. Yeah, that ain't bad. It's not bad. You could do a lot worse. I'm just wondering, like the pass blocking tailed off at the end of the year. And I'm just wondering, like, can any of these guys, you know, step it up a notch? Josh Jones is the only young guy. Everybody else is over 30, 30 or older. So, um, like I said, man, that, that defense is going to be fucking putrid. I'm, it really is like this is a fucking bad defense right here. So I I don't expect the Cardinals to be in the playoffs because when I go to the schedule and I tell you that they start off in Kansas City, taking Kansas City with the two and a half points, bet it before it gets to three people. And before it gets to three, I don't care if the two and a half is juice, just go ahead and bet it. Or you can just get the three if you feel like it's a better number. Kansas City's going to win this game. I know they got a lot of questions, but Patrick Mahomes versus Marco Wilson, Byron Jones, Antonio Harrison, Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, which one you think going to work out more? Because Kansas City defense ain't going to be no good either. I'm telling you that right now. Well, I, it might They're going to be better than this defense. But if they still depending on Frank Clark to give them meaningful snaps and rush the passer, then they can hang that shit up. But Kansas City is kicking the Cardinals' ass we're doing. Um, so what's the over under? If I had to take a guess, probably fifty one. No, I'm saying the season total with Carter. I don't. I, I'm not sure. I think it's nine and a half. It's an under. I mean, they play Kansas City, then they go to to the Raiders. That's another game I don't see them winning just because you're going to need corners to cover all the receivers. I mean, the Raiders don't even have to run the ball that game, you know. Then they play the Rams. Then they play – then they go to the Panthers. Then they're home for the Eagles. Then they go to Seattle. So not a murderer's row in the first six weeks, but not easy yet either. Uh, then they play the Saints. Then they're at the Vikings. Then Seattle. Then at the Rams. Then the 49ers. Then the Chargers. Then the Patriots. Then the Bengals. Then the Bucks, then the Falcons, and then San Francisco. So, like I said, the first yeah, six weeks got a murderous row, but then it starts to really pick up 
after that because you still have to play the Rams. You still got to play the 49ers twice. You still got the Patriots, the Chargers, the Bengals. I mean, they literally play the Rams, 49ers, Chargers, Patriots, Bengals, Tampa Bay in six six straight weeks. God damn. That's their season right there. Our whole division schedule hard just because we got to play the AFC West. I mean, yeah. And, I mean, that's a good – that's a good test for the division. But when you have them six games right there and you already starting off Kansas City, Patriots, Rams, man, you – I mean, that's your season, them six games right there. I mean, because you could be 0-3 on those games right there. And then you get to that six-game stretch. And if you go like 2-4, and four, that's seven losses already right there. That's seven, seven losses right there. And uh, you don't get nuked back until – you play the Saints, and that's a hell of a game for him to come back. The Saints might have one of the better secondaries in the league. So, uh, a lot a lot is going to be on Kyler to produce and win some games and score. Uh, but when you got Lexington County Brown out there, <laughs> I, don't feel, I don't feel so good about your chances. I don't. I really don't. Uh, really good defense coordinator in, in, in uh, Vance Joseph. But with the receiving core of – I'm not even going to include Hollywood Brown because, like I said, I mean, you can include him, but I do expect him to get suspended like maybe one game, maybe a fine. But Hollywood Brown, A.J. Green, Rundell Moore, Andy Isabella, Greg Dortch, like Antoine Wesley, like that, that, that don't expire much confidence. I mean, Max Williams, Zach Ertz, that – that don't inspire much confidence for me. But I'll tell you what, there's a whole lot more weapons than the Colts got that people be trying to act like they got all the weapons in the world. But I'm sorry. I, I cannot let that shit go. I did them last night. And you look at it, and people do podcasts, and they all harm until they get to the offense. And they're like, uh, one question I kind of got on these receivers. And it's just like, yeah, they have no fucking weapons. But all right, other than Jonathan Taylor. But we're going to move right along. We're going to Seattle. Let's go. It's going to be ugly. Listen, I'm going to do this. Just give me a second. I'm going to run this down. All right. They drafted Charles Cross. Charles Cross. Uh, tackle, maybe right, maybe left. Boye Maffei. They drafted him out of Minnesota. He's an edge guy. Kurt Kenneth Walker, the pick from Michigan State, the running back. Heard he's been killing it in camp. What else is new? The Seahawks drafted a running back. Uh, they drafted another tackle, and they drafted Kobe Bryant corner. The reason why I highlight Kobe Bryant, played for Cincinnati. He was a starting corner outside of Sauce Gardner, so he's seen a lot of targets, seen a lot of snaps, and he kind of fits. I know Seattle's going to be switching up their defense a slight bit, Ken Norton moving on, but he does fit that mode of a bigger corner, physical corner that can tackle if they like. Um so let's go do the people that Seattle Seahawks lost. Uh, all the people who decided they didn't want to be a part of this terrible team in the building process and got the fuck on out of town. Russ, Bobby Wagner, Dwayne Brown, still a free agent. Carlos Dunlap just signed with the Chiefs, which tells me a lot about how they feel about their past rush because one day in the camp they felt like they needed to sign Carlos Dunlap. Uh, Chris Carson retired. Brandon Shells, a tackle. He's gone. Benson Mayano is gone. Kerry Hodder's with the 49ers. Alex Collins is still a free agent. Anthony Posick, an office lineman that played a little bit. Um, Robert Kim Dietschy's with the 49ers. Rasheem Green's with the Texans. DJ Reed has moved on. And Jamarco Jones is with the Titans. Those are all guys who pretty much started to play significant snaps last year for the uh, Seattle. So insert Shelby Harris from the Broncos. Gerald Everett. Um, no, Jerry Eric left. He he moved on. Um, Did quick, he go to Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah. He moved, no, he didn't go to Jacksonville, but he moved on elsewhere. Uh, cannot remember. I think he might have went to the Chargers. Uh, Quentin Jefferson. He's moved on. Noah Fant. He. I mean, he, Quentin Jefferson was added in. Noah Fant. He was throwing in the trade for Russ. Drew Locke, of course, battling it out with Geno for the starting position at quarterback. Justin Coleman comes back. He was a cornerback. Um, in Nuoso comes over from the Chargers, a pass rusher, Artie Burns, and that's pretty much it of note. Um, 
surprisingly, this team was ninth in total DVOA, but that was mostly because of the offense. It was seventh, and they was 21st on defense and fifth on special teams with the 12th stretch of schedule. So, I mean, this team wasn't absolutely horrible, but then when you go gut the roster like this of quality starters and guys who play significant minutes, you start to look around and realize this this team, I mean, it's got some pieces somewhere, but it's it's a pretty bad roster. I mean Yeah, why the why the hell DK signed that uh, extension though? That's what I wanna know. That boy crazy. Maybe he's seen something out of Drew Locke that we ain't seen. Yeah, okay. They got X ray vision or something, nigga. I, I had to take a swig of water after saying that because that lie was just too much. Yeah, you uh, you knew you knew you said some shit. Dude. Yeah, I can't believe I actually like said something kind of in a positive direction about Drew Locke. Yeah, you knew it wasn't factual with. too. Um, they're gonna be terrible. I mean, them and the Texans and the Falcons. No, no shade, D boy. This Ooh. is gonna be that's just gonna Come be three bad teams. Just three Come on now. bad teams. Uh, don't expect much out of Seattle. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the fucking Seattle Seahawks. The only question I got is, can they actually make Jamal Adams not look as bad as they everybody try to perceive him as? Because, I mean, there's some value to what he does, but he's got to be able to cover. And I know they're switching this defense up. We'll see if Daryl Taylor – can break out this year, him and Puna four, if they can create some pressure. Um, Jordan Brooks is a starting to make it at linebacker. Um, they still got Quadre Diggs in the secondary. So they still have some pieces, I mean, around on the defensive end. You know, offense, you got Tyler Lockett, you got DJ Met, DK Metcalf, uh, Will Disley, no offense. So, I mean, like, the cover's not bare, you know. Um, Rashard Penny, Kenneth Walker. I mean, they got some pieces, just the offensive line's Gonna be terrible. It's gonna be a trend. It's gonna be like those early Russell Wilson years where the quarterbacks running for their life, about to get decapitated. Um, I Aaron Donald will probably have eight sacks in two games against the Seahawks. But what you want to see is hopefully Drew Lock can step up and be the guy. Um, I said that's what you want to see. Uh, in reality, we know what's going to happen. Drew Lock's gonna be on the bench, and it's gonna be the Geno show because <laughs> Drew Lock's gonna be throwing hospital balls and getting people hurt. They said both of them boys struggling in training camp. <laughs> if you put they both, if you put both of them together, they still are a decent quarterback. That's the that's the sad part. You put both of them together, they still not a decent quarterback. They still like the thirty second ranked quarterback. They might thirty third together. <laughs> they thirty third. I ain't even going down to see out schedule. I ain't even gonna lie. I, they're gonna lose a lot of games. So why do I need to tell you who they play? <laughs> I mean, I'm being honest. Like they just know they open the season at at the Broncos and they go to the Forty Niners and the Falcons and the Lions. So they're gonna win some games. They got two winnable games on their schedule right now. Who? The Falcons and the Lions. Man, get the fuck out of here, man! Come listen, on. Listen, listen. You guys are employing Marcus Mariota, which means you might be playing a rookie quarterback because of his injury history. You gotta always account for that. I don't care nothing about that, man. You got to account for that. <laughs> I don't care nothing about that. And y'all don't have a single pass rusher on the roster outside of Grady Jarrett. I mean, I legit, I legit think I could give y'all like 15 snaps on the edge and it'd be the same production that y'all go. Nigga, call, we'll call we'll call DMPs and let them know, man. You probably got a number or some shit. I could do the same thing Dante Fowler did last year. Hey, go, hey, hey, stick up. Hey, do do you? Ain't nothing. Ski mask all star. Hey, yeah, I ain't mad at you. 1.5 million. I'll be there at training count tomorrow. 1.5. Hey, I'm going to buy your jersey. So shit, hey. I ain't going to make it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> they ain't going to make no jersey. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm faking that injury. I'm faking that injury. Like the third snap. The third snap during the drill, I'm faking that knee injury. I'm, I'm I'm faking the knee injury or something. Oh, yeah, I got the I got the soft tissue injury. I got the hamstring pull. Um. All right, let's talk about probably the most interesting team in the division. So let's get them out the way. We got the resident 49er fan here. Uh, never wants anybody else to represent the 49ers or talk about them. Claim they got to check in. 
Um, so let's talk. Let's talk additions. Let's talk the addition of Traverius Ward to the cornerback room, Kerry Hyder to the defensive line, George Odom to the secondary, Tyler Cross, um, and maybe a little Kim Dietschy action. Uh, obviously, the biggest addition is Traverius Ward. Um, is he? Emmanuel Mosley, Ambry Thomas, Traverius Ward. How, how's that shaking out camp? Who's going to be in the slot? Well, I really don't know, but uh, Traverius Ward been balling in camp. What I think is probably going to be the starters going to be Mosley and Ward, and then probably when we go to nickel, Mosley probably going to go to the inside, and Ambry Thomas might play outside. Every Thomas is gonna beat out mostly for the starting position. That's a oh, Michigan man. It's a Michigan oh, man. So. Um, when I look at the departures, y'all finally got D Ford off the books. He was just taking up space. Did he even play last year? He played on a the beginning of the season. See, they oh, he pulled a Dion. That's what yeah, he did. Yeah, he got I, down. I, I, oh, oh. I, I was just about to say that. I was like, man, I'm really hating because I could have used them snaps and got it paid. <laughs> I could uh Arden Key moves on. It's crazy how you guys turn Arden Key into actually a decent rotational pass rusher. Yeah. Um Lincoln Thomason, that's kinda kinda hurt in the ring game. Yeah, it, it is. DJ DJ Jones is gonna hurt just death on the defensive line. Uh Mostert. I ain't gonna say it's gonna hurt because he was always hurt. Mm-hmm. Can't, you can't hurt you can't hurt somebody if you always hurt. Yeah. Goddamn, uh, K1 Williams probably out of all these gonna hurt the most. I'm a miss shot, man. And uh, Jaquiski Tart, I know a lot of 49ers fans kind of uh about him and uh, Tom Company, you know. But you kind of supplement, you kind of get a little bit of that pass rush back with y'all's first draft pick. I mean, he was in the second round, Drake Jackson. Hey, they say he hell. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, Drake Jackson was asked to do – he was never the whole time he was there just focused on pass rushing. They yeah. Never, they never let him line up and just get out to the passer. Every year they changed his body. Every year he had a different role. But from people I trust that write about the draft who say when he does get after the quarterback, he gets after the quarterback. Yeah, man, they say he been hell. So that ain't – that. I mean, that can't be great news for the rest of the division. You already go to this D line. I wrote down deep D line, and I want to pretty much name all the guys who I feel like are going to play snaps and contribute this year. Bosa, of course, Samson, Ekubon, Abicon, uh, Charles, Eminu, Eminu, Kerry Hyder, Kamiko Ture. Of course, you got Armstead and Kenlaw there. And then you get Drake Jackson, and, and if Mo Hurst wouldn't have got hurt, if you would, if Mo Hurst got hurt, right? Yeah, he out for the season. So he's out for the season. So I mean, I just named nine guys on the defensive line and ten with Mo Hurst. Hey, everybody all, gonna get snapped. Who could all play? And really, Kenlaw being the only one who needs to show and prove because the rest of them can get you four or five sacks just rotationally. Yeah, you're gonna get your big numbers out of Bosa. Uh, Armstead will probably get you some decent numbers. I think Charles Menu is going to be the really the one to ask. He he, he, he gonna he gonna break out. He gonna be playing in the R key role. We're gonna be rushing him inside a lot. He's a, he's a good play against the run. He's already yeah. in pass rusher. But with y'all D line coach, he big too. Oh my god, with y'all D line coach man, Menu really is going to make himself <laughs> some money this year, man. I could he's going to be in that eight to ten range sack range. I'm telling you. Telling you when they, your guy signed him, I was like, that that's gonna be a crucial pickup. I mean, you can never have enough defense alignment. I wish more teams followed this model of the 49ers just having a platoon system of defense alignment where you can sub them in, you can sub them out, and you're gonna get some production out no matter who's in there. It's important. I mean, when you own a quarterback ass constantly all game, we see what happened. The secondary can have an Ambry Thomas in them back there and a Josh Norman, and it don't even matter. It don't even matter. But I ain't gonna say having Josh Norman back that don't matter. <laughs> but I was gonna say it's more of a credit to D'Amico Ryan's being able to match them players and figure out the strengths because uh, he he's another guy who probably have a head coaching job very soon, if not next year. Uh, just 
I mean, I just think back, man, to what y'all did to the Packers in the playoffs. Um, really had Aaron Rodgers out there playing like a rookie. He Aaron Rodgers turned into Mitchell Trubisky for one day. For one, for one day, he turned into he the, the Trubisky. Uh, speaking of that, I know we're talking about a whole different team here, but those, those are another team who quarterbacks are looking terrible in camp. If Mason Rudolph is – Yeah, I heard they said Mason Rudolph, yeah. If Mason Rudolph had a chance to start, then you might as well forfeit the season. Y'all better off letting Pitt, the Pitt Panthers play the season in. Yeah, damn it, it, for real. Y'all better off letting the University of Pittsburgh play for the Steelers if Mason Rudolph out there because that shit ain't going to be no good. Um, the The question I had for the 49ers, um, oh, real quick, I want to highlight team that finished sixth in total DVOA, fifth in offense, seventh in defense. 26th in special teams and 24th. Oh, he's terrible in special teams. Uh, I wanted to highlight the offensive line because you lost some players on the offensive line and your tackles are still set. Um, and you still got Drew, uh, Daniel Drew, Brunskill, right? He started, or was it Aaron Banks that started last year? Brunskill. So you guys got to replace two starting positions, right? Three really, the whole interior. Yeah, you got to replace the whole interior. So and then McGlinchey was hurt like halfway through the season. So my that's that's my only question. Uh, I mean, Shanahan's run game's obviously gonna help this team out with his own running. He's a great play caller, great schemer, but pass protection is gonna be huge for the new quarterback back there. Um, and that's the biggest question outside of the offense line or offense. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Hey man, if he if hey. he, if, he, if he make the layup, we gonna be good. Quick poll, who, quick, quick poll, who who believes in him? I, I do. do, I do, I, I do, just because um, he's got the play caller with him. That if I got a young quarterback who hasn't played a lot of football in the last two years, I want somebody who's going to scheme open some of the easier throws and the easier explosive plays. And nobody well, got to make the layup. So I, I agree with you. If he can make the layups, if he can hit crosses, if he can hit people across the middle, and if he can, most importantly, we know he's going to push the ball downfield. I've heard that consistently out of camp. If that can happen, if he can take that out into the game and Ayuk and Debo. They, they say he's he been the best player in camp. Ayuk, Ayuk, yeah. If, if I Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, who's the third receiver? Jawan Jennings. Uh, he played he played good down the stretch. If y'all can oh yeah, Jawan Jennings physical. If y'all can get them big plays down the field going, man, that, that opens up so much because now the passing game isn't just across the middle off play action. You got big shots coming, you got Trey's legs coming in. They just re-signed Debo. He's happy he's got his payday. The wide backs back in the building. The silver back still on the left. They're going to run left a whole lot. Um, it ain't too much you can do about it. Uh, and they got my guy. I, I, I'm a big Ross Dwelly fan. I like Ross Dwelly. Yeah, Ross Dwelly. Right. I like Ross Dwelly, but I love me some Kittle. Um, and then, like we just said, I mean, that, that's my whole analysis about the 49ers. Defense is still going to be good. Probably top five defense for sure. The question is just the offensive line and can Trey Lance make the layups? Can he just move the chains? Can he take advantage of the, the big plays when they there? Because they're going to be schemed up because Shanahan's calling the plays. You get that? Yeah, you probably yeah. fight, fighting for your division. And I second, I feel like the corner's going to be way better than they was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you get, if, if the corners are better than the last year, that helps out a whole lot. That defense is going to be hell, man. They can, just, yeah. they can stay healthy because, I mean, that's another one of y'all bigger issues. And then we got, like, probably the best, even though, I mean, I ain't going to say they don't matter no more. We probably got the best linebacking core in the league. Oh, no, nah, they do definitely matter. Good linebackers matter. I think when you don't have elite linebackers, you don't really know how important it is until you have elite linebackers. Yeah. And I mean, y'all got like, like to the coats, like to lose Darius Leonard would be everything on that defense, um, just because he's an elite linebacker. If the, the if the 
Cowboys lost Michael Parsons, it would hurt. So just like y'all, I mean, y'all got three actually good backers. Yeah. Like Fred Warner's a superstar. Uh, Alger, it has a, is it Alger here? Aziz Alshire. Aziz Alshire is a good linebacker. And then Drake Greenlaw is a – I like I like Drake Greenlaw a lot. All three of them niggas good, man. All three of them good. So, I mean, Fred want to make up, man. He just – if you've ever – if any of you guys ever have opportunity to just, like, watch somebody break down the Fred want to film him in zone coverage – Across the middle of that field. Oh yeah, he'll shut shit down. And had just how much he's co- like covers. I've I've watched a play where like Fred want to take away like the dig, the yeah, dig, like the dig. Away, yeah, he, and it's like an over or something. And it's like two over. routes. And he it's take two away two routes, routes in in one play, and it's like man, most <laughs> linebackers ain't even taking away one of those. He took away them both in the same play. So, I mean, and he hell against the run. I mean, to ask you, does you you think y'all can get something out of Kim Dichie? Yeah, because I mean, you gotta say they gonna probably ask him to get what ten to fifteen, probably not even fifteen snaps, and just go in there and get the quarterback. And it's probably gonna be just just we gonna put you on the the worst of the interior lineman, and you just yeah. ass like you just pull rush him straight back and let Bosa just come in there and fuck the quarterback up. Yeah, I mean, and and that's another thing too. Uh, you got a Bosa coming off another year off the ACL injury, which people tend to be way better in their second year. Is what I was saying yesterday about Taylor One. He struggled beginning of the year last year, coming off the ACL, settled in close to the end of the year. Now this year, you might see him be as steady as ever because it's two years after the ACL injury. He had to focus on rehab this offseason. He got to focus on getting better. Same with Bosa. He had to focus on rehab this offseason. He got oh. to focus on adding more tools to the uh to the to the repertoire. So that that I mean that 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 goes a long way. So like I was saying with this division, it's between two teams, it's a two-team race. It's the Rams and the 49ers. Seahawks are gonna be terrible. And the Cardinals just got so many questions with that tough schedule, with the way things with, with Call of Duty coming out, double XP weekend. <laughs> Those are a couple wins that you're not going to have. Newt Hawkins going to be missing for six weeks. I still don't believe in Cleve Kingsbury. Still think he's waiting to go take a coaching job somewhere. Probably Texas. He's going to be the next Texas head coach or some shit. With his same oh, God, man. Um, but, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's pretty much the NFC West, man. Y'all got anything to add? Oh, no, nah, not really. I'm just ready for this shit to start. Yeah, yeah. Hall of Fame game tomorrow. I'm on that shit. I keep forgetting who play? Jaguars and Raiders. Okay. That's good enough for me, shit. That's what I'm saying. It don't even matter. It ain't matter who it was. (laughs) Yeah, it ain't a single starter playing, but it don't matter. I'm good. I'm going to watch it. I'm here to watch it. I'm here to watch it. Hopefully, I can watch some Travis. Well, they already said Travis ETN ain't playing. That's really why I wanted to watch it. I want to watch some Travis E.T. and run the ball, but uh, Dougie P. not playing, playing him. Uh, Trevor, nah, Tre- we, we just got him back. He said, "No, nah, we not doing that." Trevor Lawrence, a good uh, pick for a comeback player of the year, guys. I'm telling y'all, Tre- I mean, Trevor. I mean, Travis E.T. and that's a that's a good pick. I feel like he's gonna have a really good year, uh, even though it's a poverty franchise. But that's neither here nor there. Um, shout out to Duck and D Boy coming in. Helping me knock out the NFC West. Uh, like I said, tomorrow, NFC North, I'll be recording that during the Hall of Fame game. Either you, either y'all, either welcome to pop in. I know we already recorded it, but I got to go back and knock it out just because the audio. And then next week, AFC East, NFC South, and what, what else I'll have, I'll have left? The AFC. North, you done, you done did the AFC West already? No, I'm saving that one. I'm saving that one. Oh, okay, I did, so I don't a, I'll probably say the NFC South and the AFC West for the week after, and next week just focus on the AFC East, the AFC North, and the NFC. Uh, the NFC, the NFC East. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to do that next week. Yeah, NFC East, AFC East. 
AFC North next week. And then I'll say those last two because I'll have like almost every team with a representative for that division. And uh AFC West, you gotta you gotta give his due diligence. That might be like a we do we might talk AFC West and then I'll probably attach the interviews at the end of it. So it's gonna be a mega long pie because I wanna spend a lot of time talking about uh the Chargers and why I'm telling you. I know I know how it feels to be in on the Chargers, guys. I'm telling you, I've done it a few times in my life, but I'm just telling you, it never ends the way you hope. Never does. Love Justin Herbert. Love me some Hollywood Herbert. I'm telling you, when you put your eggs in that Chargers basket, some Chargers shit is going to happen. That's all I got to say about that. Sign out for the people. I'm going to bed. I'm taking my ass to bed. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Next time. I appreciate y'all stopping by. Like, review, subscribe. Peace. Yes, sir.